Yo, what are you doing right now? The big V. Look, man. All right, man. Let's just jump right into this shit. <laughs> so, uh, I made my wife wake so, up and drive me there anyway. You, <laughs> a major. What's up, going so? What's up, going so? ¿Qué pasó, papá? ¿Cómo estás? Any questions? Now, when you bought that sweater, right? You just go, fuck it. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going full Mr. Rogers. You've tuned into the Manchester Podcast. Yo, as you can see, I'm by myself today. Uh, my good brother, my co-host, my uh, producer. I guess he calls himself the president because I'm like the founder of this whole thing. Founder, CEO, and I got eight. I got eight uh, chairs on the board. He had to go. You know what I'm saying? He has to do his family stuff. And never gonna knock that man. He's a he's a great dad. He's helping his son out, doing uh doing some auditions. Hope he gets that role, and hopefully we'll be talking about that in the future. Cause I don't wanna, I don't wanna jinx it and put it out there too much. Shout out to the shirt. What's up? I mean, created this on Canva. All available on uh on our website, themanchatterpodcast.com. So yeah, man, it's just me holding it down today. Gonna figure this whole thing out. And for some reason, it is not recording my audio. No, yes, it is. All right, we're good. I might have to fix some of this stuff. And, you know, using OBS first time, so for some reason I'm going to have to change where that's at, but I'll work on that later. But yeah, man, so I'm going to be going over three topics, going to talk about a little bit of sports here, my favorite show that's currently happening, and you know me, man, you know me, I got to give you a little bit of a political rant, or political opinion, because I really wouldn't want to call it a rant. But yeah, first off, hope everybody's doing well. Hope you're wearing your mask, being safe, being smart, keeping everybody at arm's distance like you're supposed to. But yeah, some interesting, one interesting thing that uh, that I saw today, because I heard it on Fighter and the Kid, and they talked about uh, how the World Health World Health Organization said that they shouldn't, we shouldn't be shut down for this long, because obviously, first of all, that goes with like following uh, procedures and the whole reason why you're not supposed to be shut down and kind of have everybody social distance is not to overrun the hospitals, right? But you still have to maintain social distance because we don't have a vaccine and wear a mask and be safe and be smart. So that was interesting that they came out with that. But remember, uh, in this country, World Health Organization has been completely devalued and not looked at as a, as a place for information anymore because it's science, right? The, the loudest voices don't believe in science. So we'll have to deal with that at a later date. But yeah, man. Um... Had a, I've had a crazy week, had like the first two days off, because obviously I work, you know, the podcast isn't self-sustaining yet, but it will be, because work hard at it, and I believe in the content we put out, like we always say, but yeah, um, I had the first two days off, two crazy work days, another crazy work day tomorrow, but I love coming on here, and obviously talking about one of my best friends, and <laughs> I was actually had like... Uh, a non-recorded podcast earlier with one of my best friends. I'm not gonna talk about what we talked about because that was a private conversation. But it was it was funny. It was a trip, man. There's definitely things you can't ever say on a podcast, regardless of what you think you can say, right? You gotta you gotta be smart and remember that there's some people that don't want to hear that kind of shit. That's funny. Shout out to the fact that I'm 36 and still have acne. This is a motherfucker. Thanks, mom. Uh, appreciate you giving me this skin fantastic but yeah 
But I'm, I don't know, man. It's just, it's a crazy time. Like, it's just weird. It's just weird. Who knows what's going to happen, right? Like, we don't, we get, what, what are we right now? Two weeks away from election. Early voting starts on Monday here in Florida. Definitely going to get that knocked out. I was going to say a bad joke there. I thought about it earlier, but nah, it's not the place for it. But yeah, um, yeah. so like I said, going to go over three topics. It's different, almost like talking to yourself and looking at yourself in the mirror, not having my, my boy here to bounce back off of, even though most of the time I run him over anyway, for whatever reason. And real quick, John, if you're listening, when you listen to this or you watch this on our YouTube channel or our Facebook page, kind of hate that you don't wear your vest anymore, man. It doesn't give me anything to laugh at initially to put me in a better mood. Now you wear like t-shirts because you're only working from home. So, hey, man, step, step your dressing game up. See, I'm wearing our the shirts we create. You got to start wearing the vest again. That's just what I believe in. All right, guys, let's get into the show. So, if you're watching this, you see to... Right above me. I never know. Right here. Right here. Bam, bam. This is an image of Lovecraft Country. This is one of the best shows I've seen in the last, man, I want to say four to five years because it's so different, right? It's, it's a show based on a bunch of books by H.P. Lovecraft. The anthology, I think you could uh, find on Audible. Uh, John's shown the the book on on the on the podcast he has the whole book i'm l- i'm listening to uh the call of tohulu which was a crazy book it's only an hour and like 20 minutes so it's almost like a podcast but it's like acted out it's really immersive it's cool but lovecraft country is a spin and, and a take on that and just watch the episode episode 9 the season finale this saturday this sunday at 9 and it was about tulsa cuz one of the characters if you don't know about tulsa tulsa was a race riot uh kind of weird that they call it a riot um in 1921 in tulsa june 1st 1921 where who knows how many people were killed because there was no really investigation into it they they accounted for like 100 people that were killed 75 percent of them were black so 75 out of the 100 but the latest investigation happened in like 2018 so there could have been triple that because they bombed and burned the whole town so i'm going to start listening to a book by tim madigan that was actually recommended to me by the Lovecraft Country podcast that looks at the history of that whole thing. So it was just, it was intense to watch it because if you look at the pictures, it's black and white. Black and white does give you, black and white pictures does give you a sense of what it was like because it's, you know, it's a real thing. But like when you see it in color and you see vivid images of it, even though it was a remake or an interpretation of what happened, it was it's hard to watch knowing that that happened in this country, right? Because it's, it's, it's very rare that black people are killed or, sub- or, or looked at as a way of other and looked at as less or ever attacked that way. That, that's something that doesn't happen in this country anymore, right? So it was, it's, and like, what's crazy, this, this story always sticks with me. And this history always sticks with me because I had no idea about it until about 15 years ago when one of my roommates, um, told me about it and it was just weird <sighs> it was scary because I, I had like again like I had no idea so I always try to repeat it and try to talk about it as much as possible so if any new listeners come onto the show or any new viewers click on our page you hear about it because we, we need to know our history you know like if you don't know your history you're doomed to repeat it so it all started because an elevator attendant 
a white a white girl or white lady accused a, a black kid of like assaulting her and people were showing up at people were going to show up at the prison or the the jail to lynch him which were white people and then black people showed up armed to not let them lynch him and then one thing led to another the national guard started bombing national guard and private airplanes started bombing the town over three it was a riot over three days white people were killed too because you know black people fought back they didn't just take it but seeing this like fantastical side of it where Letty one of the characters I don't know how much I can talk about really if you haven't watched it like Letty one of the characters because it's all like magic and spells and like different kind of shit um has like a spell where she can be hurt so she's seeing things like explode and people die around her and nothing can happen to her like that was traumatic and then there was these moments that just gave me chills of the whole episode where Tick or Atticus is a character and he has this line and he goes gotcha kid and like just like the way he delivers it again like I don't want to give away too much like I'm trying to talk about a show like how incredible and expressive it is and the take on on this horrible historic event that was just so different where it still kind of gave you hope you know because it's still but also was terror filled like it the fact that something like this again like I go back to it like the fact that some, something like this happened on American soil where we killed our own citizens because you know like the same similar situation like what happened to Emmett Till where the girl who said that was assaulted by Emmett Till ended up recanting and nothing happened to her like it's just it's exhausting dude I don't know but yeah so that uh, th- there's a scene where Montrose one of the characters is looking down at, and Tulsa's on fire Tulsa's burning the planes are dropping bombs and he's recounting the people who were there like surgeons and store owners and business owners because this was one the, this was the most successful black town at the time and I think in history where they, they were completely self-sufficient and that was a threat to a lot of people you know because again it's 1921 so it was just it was just intense I highly recommend that you look look into the that history of Tulsa and it was a town called Greenwood in Tulsa Oklahoma there's a mural actually uh, Jonathan sent me a picture that his uh, wife is driving through there's a mural there there's uh, graffiti on the wall of in honor of Black Wall Street because that was the name of the town it was just it was it was an intense episode like I, there was an episode where like I almost couldn't blink like it was so it was so heavy and then at the same time you have uh Hippolyta another character on the show that's like a computer from the future but was also at that there at that time and in the and also in the future because she was like on different earths it's a fucking wild show man it's a fucking wild show highly highly recommend it please please check it out we've only got 10 episodes if you got HBO HBO Max I I say wait till the end of the week and then do like the seven day free trial. You know what I mean? And then get those, what is it, 10 episodes, around 58 minutes. So I get those 10 hours done. I mean, you're home at all, you're home for the most part anyway, doing social distancing and trying to stay away from people. So, you know, just kill some time watching, watching that show. And if you, you know, if you read books or if you listen to books, check out the HP Lovecraft, the anthologies or the I think he, I don't know how many books he wrote. Probably wrote like over a hundred books of some wild shit. Cause he was almost like the goosebumps, the R.L. Stein guy, of the early 1900s. So it's definitely like his his the audible version, the audio version of his book, Call It to Hulu, 
is incredible because it's like actors and they're reading different stuff. It's just really good. I like again, like it goes back. It goes back to the creativity thing that we always talk about, right on the show. Like that, that for shit, like gives me energy. Like I appreciate somebody being that creative because then it goes, oh, I could, I could do something like that too. It inspires me, just like when I see my boy Danny doing this stuff with the shoes right over my shoulder, or his wife creating the the headpieces or whatever they're called for for Disney and different things like that. Like that stuff is creative. My wife uh, doing her stuff with her candles, tarot reading, her baking doesn't do. It's not good for my cholesterol or my uh, or my carb intake, as you can see. I've been putting on the lbs. But that type of stuff is inspiring. You know what I mean? That's somebody creating around me, so it makes me want to create. So then I'll, then we'll watch videos or we'll watch TV shows where people are baking or cooking, which is still... Ma- I still want to do the... I want to cook a pig in the ground, like the way they did it on, on uh, the baking show or the cooking show. But yeah, this type of stuff, like that somebody created a show like this, like every episode explains the character, but then it gives them more depth and then it shows more about them and opens up all these other avenues for other characters. So I highly recommend it. But yeah, man. Lovecraft Country. The Tulsa Race Riot shit was wild. Like, the fact that, again, like, the fact that that happened, and we still to this day don't know how many people were killed. Or the fact that all that happened because, allegedly, a girl was assaulted in an elevator. Where it could have been just like he grabbed her arm. That's Again, that's assault, yes. But they were going to, like, lynch him for that. Again, this is a country that murdered Emmett Till, and the woman lied about that too, so, I mean, anything's possible. Alright, now this one, this section right here, is, that's bothersome to me, right? Like, I, look, my family is very religious, uh, very Bible-thumping, you know? I'm not going to knock it. That's, that They have that right. They do whatever they want. Where I, if you're looking over my shoulder here, it says get out of my uterus. Right? Obviously, I don't have a uterus. My mama does. My wife does. Every woman in my life does. That's the way that works, right? The way biology is. I don't, I don't have a problem with people thinking or people having the right to believe in pro-choice don't have, or pro-life. Don't have a problem with that at all. That is your belief. That is what you want to believe. That's totally fine. There's people who believe that unicorns are real. There's people that believe everything's a conspiracy. What you believe is what you believe. I, where my issue begins is where you try to make laws based on your belief. Right? Religion should be, in my opinion, right? IMO. Religion should be completely separate from laws. I should not have the right to tell a woman or a man what to do with their bodies. I don't have a uterus. I'll never know what it's like to give birth. I'll also never know what it's like to be afraid to walk to my car in a dark alley. I'll never know what it's like to be assaulted, beaten, any of those things, any of those fears that women go through every day. So how, as a man, can I tell a woman what to do with her body? I don't I personally don't comprehend that kind of belief. I don't I don't get it. I understand like it's a, it's a power thing and it's a religion. Oh, it's murder. All these things. Again, those are your opinions, dude. What you do, like, because nobody tells you. So I got a question, right? 
every time you jerk off, men, right, that are pro-life, are you also committing murder? Because all those things could have been a human being. You want to talk about that? When you put on a condom, uh, a spermicide, right? You're, committing, you're actually committing genocide because billions, billions of sperm come out of you. We're not going to talk about that being pro-life? Huh? 215,000 people dead. Y'all ain't got the same energy for that. I don't comprehend this fascination, this obsession with wanting to overturn Roe versus Wade when you when it doesn't affect you, when it's just your belief, right? Again, your belief, have it. When it starts to infringe on other people's rights, that's when I gotta say, yo, man, back the fuck up for a second. This isn't this isn't your place, man. Or like, the reason we're talking about it now is cause, like the the Supreme Court justice is a heavy religious person. Again, don't care. Don't care what you do in your personal life. Don't give a f- single flying fuck as long as you're not breaking the law, right? Within reason, though. Like, not, like, making a law based on your religion, like an actual law, like hurting somebody, <coughs> breaking into somebody's house, shit like that. But to make a law based on your religion and to believe that your way of thinking is better is where I have a problem. Because Roe versus Wade is that is a possibility of being overturned. And I think that's crazy. The fact that it had to become a law in the first place to give the women's right to choose with what they want to do with their body is already enough for me to be like, no, nah, yeah, that makes sense. Of course a woman should have the right to choose what to do with their body. This isn't a handmaid's tale, bro. That's a book. Like that let's, let's not make this shit into reality. I will never I can't tell I'm thirty six years old. My mom is fifty six. I right now can't tell my mom what to do can't can't tell, like i sent her a voice clip earlier because she didn't answer the phone and she sent me a voice clip back cussing me the fuck out and my mom's religious this is you know what i mean like my mom's a good christian god-fearing woman she cussed me out 36 can't tell her what to do hey mom answer the phone i answer the phone when the fuck i want to because that's her choice to answer the phone when she wants to now i'm supposed to tell her or any other woman what they're supposed to do with their reproductive organs nah bro i'm out it's not my thing again you have your belief of whatever whatever view you have on abortion, have it. The moment you start infringing on people's rights, it's a slippery slope, man. But then again, probably a slope you want to go down anyways, right? Where you just start controlling everybody's rights while screaming that every big government is bad. There's government in your vagina. That's not big enough for you. You know what I mean? Let's, let's take a second and think about that shit. That shit doesn't make any sense to me at all. Oh, no big government. Uh, but let's tell women, women women what to do with their bodies. Ah, no big government. You better have that fucking kid. But if you have that kid and you can't afford it, we're not going to give you any help. Hmm. I'm just kind of weird how that, how that works. Irony is not missed on anybody. I don't know, bro. I got to go back to that shit. Like, I can't... Yo, like, right, if you're married right now, go outside and tell your, tell your wife what to do. Tell me how that works out for you. Let me know. You can ask her. You can have a conversation. Hey, take out the trash. She's gonna look at you crazy. Right? Are we gonna we ain't gonna do these dishes? Huh? Hmm? What? Oh, you didn't yeah, okay. This is the nineteen fifties, bro. This isn't the forties. No. Women have the right to do whatever the fuck they want to do with their bodies. That that's just that simple. I don't wanna I don't, Again, I'm I if I was having the discussion with somebody, I understand that I would be discussing with, with somebody who's a zealot, right? Who believes that their way is right because I've had these conversations with, with my family, with 
You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess with my family, because that's who I really, the only people I have to constantly be around. Anybody on social media, I could give a fuck less about. But, like I said, I have conservative family members, and they have a, sp- a specific view, and that view is fine. And I have these debates, but again, it's, it's weird, like, I'll have these debates with another man, I was like, hey, bro, like, we're two men having a discussion about something we know nothing about. We don't know what the fuck it's like to have a period. We don't know what it's like to have cramps. We'd probably cut everything off and never want those problems ever again. But we're going to tell a woman what to do with their body. Nah, man. Nah. I don't, that's the kind of big government I, I will never like and I will never appreciate. That's not my thing. Mm-mm. But yeah, I don't know. It's just weird, bro. Just fucking weird. Alright, man, let's get into something lighter here. Oh, motherfucking right. The Miami Heat. And your Miami Heat. Alright, look. Obviously, we lost the finals. Didn't think we would even be there. I couldn't be prouder of this team. More proud? More proud. More proud of this team. I appreciate the shit out of this organization. Heat culture is real. I actually had uh, at length conversation in the group chat about what heat, what heat culture really means. It's just constantly being ready for, almost constantly being ready for, ready for the season. Understanding that you have to maintain a diet a certain way. If they go on vacations together, like my boy Danny talked about. They go on vacations together. They're mindful of what the other one's eating. That's just what the DNA is. That's that's the heat culture. Right? Look, lost to LeBron, an all-time great. Whether you want to put him one, two, wherever the fuck you want to put him, he's an all-timer. Right? He's one of the GOATs. If he's not the GOAT, he's one of the GOATs. Just like Messi and Ronaldo, one of the GOATs. And, dude, like this season it was so strange because people didn't want to watch because of their political stances and the end up in the bubble. But take take a moment and realize they were there for what almost four months and not a single positive test they figured out how to handle the coronavirus man they're every other league in every other place around the world has had breakouts um in europe and the nfl playing games on tuesdays and wednesdays trying to figure it out they don't know how the fuck they're going to finish off the season and baseball and in uh, the Euros and and soccer, ah, I call it soccer. In football, in uh, in Europe, you had Cristiano Ronaldo test positive, Weston McKinney, uh, Juventus is in isolation. The the team in in Italy, and 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 Adam Silver, sir, congratulations, man. You are the cream of the crop, in commissioners. You figured out how to do this whole thing with the actual care of the players not just thinking about the money where everybody was safe understanding that all these players have kids have families have older parents have grandparents and all these things and you took all that into consideration i couldn't applaud you enough sir so congratulations to you to the miami heat man let me tell you you guys showed me a lot tyler hero had basically had two seasons in one Duncan Robinson, sir, you are a fucking sharpshooter. Bam Adebayo, you have outgrew and outplayed what I thought you were going to become when you got drafted by the Heat by, in, from Kentucky. Tyler Hero, you already know. Uh, Kendrick Nunn, I think you're going to be a baller. Stay away from the DV stuff. Um, yeah, man. Uh, fuck, do this. I'm just reminiscing about the, like, 
Think about the fact that they were the underdogs in every series they were in. And people were mad when they made it to the finals. Everybody had the same amount of chances to beat them, and they didn't. Didn't lose a game in the first series, lost one game in the second series, lost two games, and then lost four. Again, to two top five players, and they still won two games from them, with Jimmy Butler going bananas. There's no shame in the season at all. If there was such a thing as a real people's champ, it would be them, right? But we don't do people's champ here. We don't do uh, participation trophies. Even though everybody gets like the, the conference championship, I guess that's a participation trophy because if you lose, that's what you get at the end of it. But yeah, man, I couldn't be proud of this team. Going forward, nothing but good news. Already got rumors that Giannis is supposed to be coming in. All depends if uh, Bam Adebayo signs his extension this season this season or next season because if he doesn't sign this season there's no wiggle room for next year and you can sign both players and the he they you know pat riley man pat riley you made i'm not gonna even say you made a misstep lebron wanted to leave after his four years got your two championships nothing wrong with that and then you come back you showed that you can rebuild after losing a goat two goats because you're the greatest of all time for the miami heat Dwayne wade and you lost Chris Bosh <coughs> to blood clots. Thank God he's doing well. I see him on the jump all the time and on ESPN doing his thing. Still genera- generationally rich. So number props to him. And you, six years after LeBron leaves, you're back in the NBA Finals when the Cavs will probably never even touch the playoffs for the rest of their life. Which is weird because the organization doesn't have a life. But if it did, it, w- it wouldn't have made it. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like It would just wouldn't have made it. They had a good run only with LeBron. Back to irrelevancy they go. Maybe they'll draft Anthony Bennett again. You know what I mean? Like they just they don't know how to do it. But yeah, look. Political rants and all that stuff aside and aside, because I already got that out of the way. But man, this what this is more like an Adam Silver section or segment of the show. Cause what he did do to not have a single positive test, the coordination for from everybody, from the commissioner on down has been absolutely phenomenal for this for the season to end. Who knows when the next season starts? Maybe January, February. They get their three or four months off like they regularly would after an NBA season. Because there's even there's some teams that have been off since since the break. Because the Knicks weren't in the fucking. I don't even know if the Knicks were in the bubble. And really, who cares? But there's been teams that have been out now since fuck since May, March, really. So they've had a really long off season. Who knows what basketball is going to look like when it comes back? I wonder how they're going to do it. I'll tell you one thing. The Miami Heat will be fit, will be ready. There's really no reason to get anybody big this year, trade anybody away. Don't overreact. This team is going to be tough to beat. Here's, real quick. Here's what I don't like about the, the, like the favorites to win next year. How the fuck is Boston in front of Miami? Who does Boston have that's going to then now topple Miami? Jason Tatum, cool, bro. You're going to have the exactly same team around you with no veteran leadership. you got to trade some of those pieces away. you got to get a veteran. You Listen, uh, Hayward is not a veteran. The kid doesn't have a knee now. It's, it's, he's not the same player. He doesn't have the same kind of bounce. Maybe he'll come back in better shape. Doubt it, though. And don't really care. He's not the guy to lead you to give you that veteran. veteran. He didn't do nothing. You, Utah got better after he left. Bother. Like, I'm cool with Boston being behind Miami, but I wouldn't put, I would not put Boston. I got, I would have the Heat versus the Nets. 
Hopefully, KD comes back healthy. He's one of my favorite players. And he versus Nets in the Eastern Conference Finals next year and for the next and the for, for, the, for the foreseeable future. But I don't understand how you put Boston 6th and Miami 7th for the favorite. Miami was just in the championship. Like, what, what do you think? You think we're going to have fans next year? You think that's going to happen? You think organizations and the arenas are going to take the chance of a COVID outbreak and then lawsuits? Because how, how are those tickets going to be sold? I don't know. Like I always say, uh, fuck Paul Pierce forever. Not fuck Boston because I like Jason Tatum. Could do. I could care less about the rest of the guys. Probably Jason Tatum would probably end up leaving when he realizes he can't win with Boston. I mean, I would leave. Because you have too many young players. Jalen Brown should... Uh, not everybody should leave, but... They got to figure something out. That's quick. That could quickly become a Philadelphia situation. But I don't understand how the fuck you put. Uh, I don't understand how you put Boston in front of Miami for that. I guess because you're looking at. Because again, my, I guess because they, they didn't give Miami a chance even when they beat them. They're like, oh, my, but Boston led throughout most of the games. Yeah, but they led. They didn't lead at the end, right? So that's the only time that matters when the clock strikes zero. Fucking annoying. I don't know, man. I'm out. Listen, uh, fuck Paul Pierce forever. Uh, who else? That was another one that I can't think of. Oh, this thing got shit to do with nothing but Eden Hazard. I'm embarrassed by you, sir. You can't be out there looking like me. You're on my favorite team in European soccer, Real Madrid, and this is what you do. I ain't got shit to do with nothing. I just wanted to point that out because I had that conversation earlier with, uh, with my boy. But yeah, man, I got nothing else. Catch y'all next time Sunday. Johnny Boy will be back. Hopefully, I'll get him to wear a sweater vest. Even if it is a Sunday, don't really care. He has a collection of them, a plethora of sweater vests. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Remember to check out our page, themanchatterpodcast.com, for our t-shirts, our more content, and support us on Patreon. All right, guys. We out. I don't know why I said we out. I'm the only one here. So, back to the black screen. Peace.